Tealane Church and Graveyard. The graveyard on Tea Lane, also known as Church Road, is perhaps the earliest evidence of settlement in Selbridge. According to tradition, St. Makua established a church here sometime around 600 AD. Makua was also the first abbot of the nearby monastery at Clondalkin, County Dublin, where a round tower still stands. If the gates to the graveyard are locked, you can phone the number displayed nearby to gain access. The eastern gable of the medieval church ruin, which still stands here, dates from around the 14th century. However, there is archaeological evidence of a circular enclosure which may date from Makua's time and which marks the boundary of the original monastic site. The church is mentioned in ecclesiastical taxation documents from around 1302 and was still in use until at least 1615. It is not clear when it fell into ruin, but the presence of burials from the early 18th century indicates it was no longer a place of worship by then. The Monsell family, who came to Selbridge in 1813, used part of the footprint of the medieval church as the foundation for their private chapel, the Monsell Memorial Chapel, where some members of the family are interred. Burials no longer take place in Tea Lane Graveyard, but there are three prominent tombs here from earlier times. William Speaker Connolly and his wife Catherine are interred in the Death House, which was attached to the ruined church. Inside the mausoleum is a magnificent white marble monument. The Latin inscription composed by Catherine Connolly commemorates her husband's life and achievements. She was keen to express that he was an honourable man. Some of the speaker's critics and rivals have claimed that he used underhand means to amass his fortune. One part of the inscription translates as, He made a modest though splendid use of the great riches he had honestly acquired. The monument initially contained life-sized marble statues of both William and Catherine but these were later removed and are now on display at Castletown House. The Grattan family vault abuts the western wall of the graveyard and holds the remains of Henry Grattan the Younger, his wife and five children. This Henry Grattan was the son of the famous politician and statesman, whom we will hear more about in track nine, Selbridge Abbey. The younger Henry Grattan was also an MP and worked with Daniel O'Connell to repeal the Act of Union. Among the other notable burials in the graveyard are those of the Dungan family. The Dungans fell victim to the fluctuating fortunes of Catholic Irish landowners of the 17th century. Having been granted lands in Selbridge in 1588, they later participated in the 1641 rebellion and fought for the Royalist armies against Cromwell's forces at the Siege of Drogheda in 1649. They were forced to flee Ireland, but returned when Charles II was restored to the throne and were made Earls of Limerick. William Dungan fought for King James at the Battle of the Boyne in 1690, but left for France after his son died in the battle. William died in 1698 and his brother Thomas succeeded to the title. Thomas returned to Ireland in an effort to reclaim the family's lands and succeeded in doing so. But at such ruinous expense, 
he was then obliged to sell them. William Connolly was the beneficiary of this. Thomas had been governor of New York State from 1683 to 1688 and drafted a Bill of Rights which has an important bearing on the US Constitution. In recognition of this, a plaque was unveiled at the rear of the Munsell Memorial Chapel in 1995 by the US Ambassador to Ireland, Jean Kennedy Smith. It is interesting to note the origin of the name T Lane. This is not the official name for the street, which is called Church Road, but it was christened so by locals in the 19th century. Workers from Yorkshire, who were brought to Selbridge to work in the local mills, were noted for drinking tea in large quantities. They dumped the used tea leaves along the side of the road here. Close to Tea Lane Graveyard is Oakley Park House, formerly Selbridge House. Although not accessible to the public, it has several associations with prominent individuals from the past. It was built in around 1724 by Reverend Arthur Price, vicar of Kildrought, who was also private chaplain to William Connolly and godfather of Arthur Guinness. Arthur Price went on to hold the office of bishop in three different dioceses, Clonfert, Ferns and Meath, before becoming Archbishop of Cashel. In Cashel, he earned notoriety for removing the roof from the cathedral on the Rock of Cashel before building a new cathedral in the town. Selbridge House later became home to the Napier family. Colonel George Napier and his wife, Lady Sarah Lennox, a sister of Lady Louisa Connolly, came into ownership of the house in 1785. Their five sons were educated locally at Kildrought House, and four of them later rose to prominence in the British Army and Navy. Three of them served with Wellington in the Peninsular War of 1808 to 1814, part of the Napoleonic Wars. They were known collectively as Wellington's Colonels. William Napier wrote a detailed history of this conflict. In the 1840s, Charles Napier became Commander-in-Chief of the British Army in India. He clashed with other officers in wishing to show greater tolerance and understanding of the Indian people. Oakley Park House is now a centre for people with intellectual disabilities run by the Order of St John of God. When you are ready, please return to Selbridge Mill and turn right. Selbridge Abbey is located on your left. You can enter the Abbey grounds via the car park and follow the path to the playground. The grounds are open from Monday to Saturday until 3pm each day. <laughs>